Hi, Brent. Hi, Sean. It's um, week 24 of Surviving President Trump, a podcast for friends. I only say that sometimes, but it's the official tagline. Yeah, it is. Don't forget that tagline. It's Trademark. Uh, Tuesday, April 25th. Tuesday. Um, fun fact, we've almost podcasted all the way through from Election Day to the end of the first 100 days. The worst hundred days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so stupid. <laughs> what I do best. Uh, stupid um, is as stupid does. Yeah, maybe um, maybe we do a season finale next week, and um, we, just, we just do it when we feel like it after that. That sounds delightful, because you know what? I'm... Sometimes we don't have much to say. Well, yeah, and also, <laughs> at this point in the game, we should all be doing... Some stuff we need to, and if we, we haven't can... inspired you, then nothing's going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is more just to hang out with you and talk about stuff and get it yeah. off our, on my mind. But um, we could do a YouTube, YouTube's. <laughs> I think for se- I think we need a season break so that maybe we can plan for season two. Yeah, with actual plans, not just off the cuff remarks like banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> That was not scripted, folks. Yeah, I mean, um, we could have, like, planned Facebook Live or, like... Planned Parenthood. Actual interviews lined up. Can they be sexual interviews? Yeah. Sexually? (laughs) Sexual feelings? I don't know. Just, like, a promo plan. We could actually try and get people to listen to it instead of just posting it. Oh, we have a sign-up sheet! Yeah, so... Knowing myself, this won't happen. But if there is a season two. <laughs> oh, now it's an if, not when. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm leaving it open-ended. Okay. Hey, if Trump's not president anymore, then there's no reason for us to continue surviving President Trump yeah. because he won't be president. Or, you know, maybe we'll just keep doing it every week because I'll be like, Brent, I want to do it. But anyway, maybe the last week next week. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> so Fine by me. Yeah. How are you? We haven't done that in a while. Usually we just jump right into it. Yeah, let's do a little, how are you? I'm doing good. Spring is here. I've got these weird bumps on my hands. <gasps> Me too. Um, they're seasonal, I found out. It's a form of eczema that only impacts your tiny little fingers. Yeah. And I get it every summer. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I, I think, think we stopped doing this because we stopped having super strong feelings about the election. Yeah, I guess like... I don't listen to a lot of stuff. I very, I'm very, I've learned in the last twenty five weeks, twenty four episodes, I've learned to really moderate my news time. So like most mornings I'm listening to NPR, but like two mornings a week I would just be listening to music or just something completely different, um, and I don't really engage as much at like on my own time, like on my computer, like reading articles and stuff. So that has worked out great because I don't feel that bad. How do you yeah. feel? Um, How are you doing? I still read the news all the time. Maybe like less intensely. Okay. But it's just kind of a routine. Like I'm in all the Facebook groups. I know what everyone's saying. I'm keeping up. Yeah. I mean, as much as reading headlines gets you sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I read the article, but like sometimes it's all you need to know. Yeah. I feel 
a more of a sense of community than I did uh, November 9th when I felt completely alone. Yeah, that's, dead inside. that's probably why I don't care because I'm like, it's we're we're doing it. Yeah, I don't know. We're doing stuff. We're doing stuff. Um, speaking of community, it was really great. We went, uh, Sean and I went to a town hall last week with our member of Congress, Debbie Dingle, and yeah. Indivisible. And the next day, just it, somehow it came up at work. People asked me how my night was, and I was like, I went to a town hall, and like a group, a small group of people, like came and surrounded me and asked me to tell them everything <laughs> that happened. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so just, were and, they inspired? <laughs> what, did well, they, what did they have to say? Yeah. Well, you know, a couple of them are like, Oh, I have kids. I can't like, j- I can't make it out. And, um, one of, them didn't know that there's a town hall. And I was like, how did you know? And I'm like, Oh, follow, you know, Amber Indivisible and you can follow Debbie Dingle. And you like do all these things to be informed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I shared my biggest takeaways. They were they left it pretty open ended. They didn't have any specific questions. They were just like, you know, what what did you get out of it? And I was like, well, I got out of it that our state reps are also we also need to hold them accountable. It's not just our senators and our congresswoman. It's our state reps too. So yeah. pressure them to do the things because they can do more that affects you personally than President Trump can, unless he like declares war and blows us all up. Yeah. I mean, this would be a much more interesting podcast if we lived in, like, a, a red yeah. area. But yeah. my, like, I looked into it. My state rep also is, like, fighting for sanctuary cities. Right. And, like, Ann Arbor has, uh, they're not a sanctuary city yet, but they have some, like, official thing where, like, they won't work with immigration or some shit at least and they don't ask right like ipsy i think ipsy and arbor like don't yeah. ask they, they ask their officers I, li- ask. I can't say for sure what the fuck they do but there's something that's like basically what being a sanctuary city is without them saying it well be- yeah because well let's not forget there's no real definition of what a sanctuary city is yeah okay uh <laughs> well there's not like there's this whole like the mayor of los angeles was like they were asking him about like oh are you this is a while ago are you worried about what President Trump might do? Sanctuary City, LA, blah, blah. And the mayor was like, I don't know what a sanctuary city is. I'm just a city. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what that is. Like, there's no understanding of that. As yeah, because I feel like local law enforcement has never worked with immigration. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I have no idea, actually. But maybe that's why, maybe it's like, there's not really much that cities can do anyway. Yeah. But uh, I shouldn't even be saying that because it's it's bullshit. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's news, kind of, right? Um, Yeah. What news are you referring to? There's some Russia news. There's a Michael Flynn. Yeah. What's going on with him? Remember him, guys? He. So let's recap. He is the former national security advisor, counsel. NSC or NSA? I don't know what his thing is. I, National yeah. security guy. This is terrible. Or... Let's not forget. I forgot who he is. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah, He quit... Be- well, presumably because Mike Pence and Trump were mad that he lied to them and... Um, he met with a he Russian diplomat about... And we specifically found out that they talked about 
sanctions? Or yeah. Have talked about... Yes, lessening sanctions. Michael Flynn wrote an op-ed in a newspaper that was like, we should do, we should work with Russia and blah, blah, blah. And mm. now... But anyway, he didn't tell anyone that he met with this guy and he testified that he didn't talk about sanctions. I don't know if it's sanctions. I thought, was it something else? I don't know. There was a specific thing that might have been sanctions that he specifically said he did not talk about with Russians, but he did. And they had like the transcripts from what he said. So he resigned. Um, And now, since he didn't disclose everything, was that even Michael Flynn or was that? I don't know. No, that's Michael Flynn. But anyway... (laughs) We're really, this is why we're taking a break, folks. Since Michael Flynn <laughs> didn't disclose everything, one of the intelligence committees asked the White House for all of their information on Michael Flynn, and they said no. <laughs> so that's news. They're just like, fuck you. Uh, but also, besides that obvious guilt. No, uh, (laughs) besides that concerning turn of events, there's also going to be more public testimony about the Russian meddling in the election. Such a soft term. They meddled. Well, they didn't hack. I mean, they just influenced. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't change votes. Well, in a way. I mean, they changed people's minds, which... Is like the most powerful weapon is an idea, <laughs> but it was all bullshit, and it was a concerted effort for one person from a foreign government, which is the problem. In case you're like, "What's wrong about people changing their minds?" It was propaganda. Propaganda is different. <laughs> hmm. um, what was I saying? <laughs> you were talking about the investigation. Yeah, there's going to be more public testimony, including some from. Sally Yates? Sally Yates, who was Deputy Attorney General. She was an Obama appointee who was the interim Attorney General, basically. um, Before Jeff Sessions During the transition. Yeah, before Jeff Sessions was reluctantly admitted to the position. Before Jeff Sessions got confirmed, she got fired. She got fired. She got fired by the Donald because Trump's... She came out and said the Muslim ban is not okay. And that she would defend it. And that she would not defend it. And so the same night, next day, you fired. And she then became a hero in that moment. That defined her. Um, It's funny because they still couldn't defend it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But she was a woman and she spoke up, so fire her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sexist. But I guess um, as... I, and I'm not quite sure. Do you know anything about why they're picking her to testify? Like, what does she know? Or what does she potentially know? Or what happened? Well, she was... I don't know much. But she was the attorney general. So, like, she was in at a, least partially in the know about stuff. Oh, cool. That the Obama administration knew about it. Okay. <laughs> about the Russian problem. So... They want to know what she knows. Good. I bet she knows a lot. Yeah, I hope she does too. Because uh, so far, there has not been anyone that isn't an asshole giving public testimony. So 
Yeah, these uh, investigations are not as thrilling as I was anticipating. <laughs> well, they're not really investigations. They're like weird political. Tell me, tell me about how your life is. Tell me how things are going with you. Oh, did you talk to Russia by chance? Like they're very soft. Like they, they're uh, James Comey talking or getting questioned by a Republican, and all they're asking is, was there a single vote that Russia changed physically with a hack in? Michigan, and he says no, and then in Wisconsin, no. It's like that's besides the point. It's just like this stupid. Just it's not a thorough investigation with any. It's not a search for truth. It's just a search for politics. Yeah, it's not fun to watch. But with these public hearings, I mean, part of the the good thing about this is okay, we're. We're giving the people a little bit of what they want. They want public hearings to really just expose the process and expose whatever comes to light. So that's good. I think that's yeah. a win. I mean, there was still stuff that came out of that James Comey and with the other guy <laughs> public hearing. Um, what came out of that? We I didn't know that they were investigating Trump all the way back to the oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. summer. We didn't know some other thing. I don't know. There's good stuff. Yeah. Hopefully more good stuff is to come. Um, Thanks to us. Yeah. And that's in May. Like, I think early May. And um, that's happening. Cool. Yeah. What else? Didn't you tell me something else? So, uh, advisor to the president, Ms. Ivanka Trump... (laughs) Travel to Berlin for W20, which is a women's leadership conference of the like G20 countries. And there's a picture of her <laughs> on stage. On the left, there's a person in the middle who I don't know. And then on the right is Angela Merkel. So they're sharing a stage <laughs> at this women's conference. And first, just based on that alone, I knew I was in for a doozy of some information sharing. I was hopeful that Angela Merkel would just be like, fuck this. This is stupid. But she's, of course she's above it, but it's annoying because I can't imagine having to share a stage with the president's daughter. Who's also an advisor who it's just, it, it bothers me. This, this nepotism just drives me nuts. So Ivanka, I don't know what the question was or what happened, but she goes on and on and on about her, father hires lots of women and her father's always supportive women and her father's an advocate for women and her father's so respectful of what like she literally like said all these things that are clearly have clearly been proven false it doesn't make any sense and she yeah. gets like a small it isn't even like a boo it's like a like it's like a murmur in the crowd uh. yeah and it's like what the fuck are you doing here like we're so over this like clearly we don't want you here clearly what you have to say is not a value to this like what does she have i don't she should not be on a stage with a president of germany or any other country or her dad she should be on the stage with anybody she shouldn't be anything (laughs) so annoying so that happened and i just hate I just hate like her and Jared Kushner getting all these privileges and being asked to do things they have no expertise in doing. It's I mean, just it's like Trump's whole cabinet. People think that there's a silver lining because like 
they're not as bad or something. They think they're not as bad, but like they are. They're working for this <laughs> administration. They're, like, they're worse. All they do is defend Trump. It's not like they do anything good. There's like, oh well, she made sure that he didn't do the gay didn't bill do thing or the, whatever. This random thing. It's like, okay, it's not. So her job is to you don't get brownie points. Tell her dad to big dot chillax. And um, yeah, she's stupid. Fuck her. Um, yeah. So, so wait, okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I was onto something else. But Complexity. anyway, speaking of Europe, <laughs> yeah. My name is Jasmine Masters, and I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Jasmine Masters, do you know who my new favorite person on RuPaul's Drag Race is? Nina Bonina Brown. Nina Bonina Brown. Nina's your girl. get it. Well, her and Shea Coulee in that moment in Untucked, this is completely unrelated, but um, Untucked is the after RuPaul's Drag Race show. It's like 20 minutes of just drama. Backstage. There's that moment. You you watched it, right? Yeah. Where Shea Coulee is like, Nina, think of all the little brown girls out there. Who like are looking at you right now and they don't want you to quit and if you quit it's gonna give them permission to quit and da 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 yeah. and I was just like oh my god anyway Nina Benina Brown doesn't give two fucks I mean she gives a lot of fucks but like or just her like looks and her like little like oh, did you just say that love her back to Jasmine Masters apologies my name is Jasmine Masters and I got something to say uh so I think how <laughs> she sounds like she sounds like no tea no shade no pink lemonade. I think um, there's another silver lining that I wish I didn't have to look for to Trump. I think he's so stupid. I think he's so stupid stupid that he has single-handedly demolished the nationalist wave globally. Are you referring to France? Yes. And... The Netherlands and oh, yeah. Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Netherlands and Australia, I don't know if it's Australia, but some other country, <laughs> both recently had elections where they're like Trump, that was like a racist, anti-globalist, anti-immigration. Nationalist, border closing. Border closing, fucker, lost. And um, in France... It was their primary, basically. They basically, well... It's more like a, it's more like that election they had in Georgia it's recently. A yeah, there's going to be a runoff. Yeah. yeah. They just had a lot of people and now nobody got over 50%. So now the top two are going to try and see who got over 50%. But the people that made it to the top two are like a normal dude. Moderate, <laughs> moderate politician dude and, and then Marine like, Le Pen, like, who is Hitler incarnate. Yeah. She's like. This is going to sound like I like her, but she's like less stupid Trump. Which makes her more dangerous. Yeah. She's like a politician with Trump's policies. So. That she can defend rationally. Yeah. But. So she's, so a, she's she the Nazis on the street that you punch. was only like a few points, I think. It was like less Away than one, from yeah. first. But everyone except for one candidate that lost endorsed Macron, Marcone or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. In polls now, they're like 24 points up apart. Like Le Pen is losing by like 24 points when it's just them two. Mm-hmm. Um, which, 
you can feel good about because with Brexit and Hillary, like it was just a few points. Right. And I mean, it's still, there's still this nationalist movement and it's a big influence in these countries, but it's, it appears. It appears to be diminishing, not just because they're all losing, but because it was closer from what I remember in the Netherlands and in the other country. And now it's like, Le Pen is like in polls, at least now way lower than I think what the other yeah. people lost by. So, you know, we all hoped Brexit would be the wake up call, but maybe it's Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump saves the world by being so bad that no one else wants to risk electing someone like him. Yeah. I hope that's what's happening. That's his legacy. <laughs> His legacy is just ruining everything so It would bad. be great if the rest... I mean, I don't know how the rest of the world is doing, but it just seems like... It seems like we're still... Like, there's just still this perception of the United States as, like, the power, the superpower. And I get there's probably a lot of, like, don't fuck with them because we, they have a crazy leader. But it would be nice if, like, the rest of the world would put us in our place. Not, like, militaristically, but just, like... I just want the I want the like civilized world to be like no, that hasn't yeah. happened yet. I want like, how do you say the Germany's uh, Angela Angela Merkel's? Merkel. <laughs> Angela I want like Merkel. every country to elect an Angela Merkel, which I know she has problems, but like a democratic leader like that that's like not super racist, um, and then them all to like come together and have like a super good, big, great economy and like. Yeah. Open borders. I want sanctions against us. Yeah. Sanction the U.S. for being terrible, please. And then we'll, like, learn. (laughs) Please teach us. Teach us, world. We no longer are the teachers. We're passing the baton. Oh, my God. I hate Reddit, though. Speaking of just, like, global politics. Yeah. Have you heard about Venezuela? Aren't they, they're like, a, like they're fighting, right? Aren't they, like, protesting? Yeah, so I guess. bread. They can't buy bread. I guess I'll start at the beginning. So... A long time ago, uh, was it Chavez, the Venezuelan one? Yeah. Yeah. There was like some basically, basically a dictator, but like a socialist dictator. Like he rose to power and she started all these social programs. So like everyone just got like a basic income and like food, like from the government, just like, like healthcare. Yeah. All that shit. Just like for quote-unquote free for everyone. Um, but, like, they fucked up because their economy was just just oil. It was just all oil, nothing else. And then the price of that went down, so everything got fucked. Not only that, but, like, he was a fucking dictator, so um, it didn't work. And then everyone... It's like starving because they don't have their their whole economy is based on. And he like, died, right? Yeah. Okay. Or he's not the president or whatever the fuck they have anymore. He's not the leader anymore. He's not around. Um. But yeah, like they couldn't fund those programs anymore, and then like they stopped, and the whole economy is based on. There's no private enterprise to replace like the healthcare that the government can't f- provide anymore mm-hmm. or, or like give out the food that they're not getting anymore. 
That's not true. I think there's still food, but well, there's no. Br- I know that like there there's like a bread shortage, which I read uh, a long time ago that bread shortages are like a sure sign that your country's about to revolt. That makes sense, right? Like it makes perfect sense. <laughs> it's like it's just a simple because your economy is failing. But it's like all like you know in the um, in Egypt when the Arab Spring happened, like it was like bread. There was no bread, and like that triggered people, and then they took to the streets. So a similar thing seems to be happening here in Venezuela. There. <laughs> here. We are reporting from <laughs> Venezuela. Anyway, yeah. So Venezuela, there's super, super big riots. And um, yeah, Reddit's like yeah, what's up with neoliberal Reddit? conservative bros. Neoliberal conservative Bros. I don't it know if I'm using. Thing? I don't know if I'm using neoliberal right, <laughs> but like, it's just like terrible. Reddit is a thing you just have to experience to understand like <laughs> who they are. So, um, everyone is just like, this is why we need guns in America because if they all had guns, they'd be fine. Like because what? Venezuela has strict gun control. If they so, had guns, they could. Do what with them? Just take over the government? Like a coup? Yeah, so... Okay. Like, the citizens don't have guns. Um, Gasp. And they're also saying, like, yeah, how'd socialism work out for you? And it's, like, not the same. They're, like, using it against Bernie Sanders and, like, quoting some part of Bernie Sanders' website that says, like, even these countries understand blah, blah, blah. And like Venezuela's on there. And then Venezuela's on there. But it was like, if you read it, he wasn't saying like Venezuela's the perfect socialist country. He was just saying like, here's a way. He was it. saying it as a slight against the American system, not as like a total endorsement of all these country systems. <laughs> because we'd have a democratic socialist government if we had more programs. Not like, a dictatorship with socialist programs. Anyway, that's why I hate Reddit. I just wanted to say. It's terrible. Uh, don't look at Venezuela as a reason to not have any gun control and to not give people health care. I don't get the appeal of guns. I don't, they don't make like me feel safe. Socialist governments always... Go for your guns. They always end up being dictatorships because the government has so much power and it doesn't, it just doesn't follow. Well, historically, it, I mean, more, I feel like more of <laughs> the most popular socialist leaders who've been self-proclaimed socialists have ended up being dictators. Right. The ones that are working in like Scandinavia. It's and, true, but like, it's just not what was being proposed right. by Bernie Sanders' campaign. And it's not, it's not, no one's even talking about like replacing yeah. All of our economy with like the government. It's just like there needs to be. There just needs to be healthcare. We yeah. need education, and poor people should just get money. Like it's not. It's not. A, it's not a total. Not like all Me- their money, but like we should stop people from dying and being homeless. And it's America, so there'd be the Constitution, and there'd be like fucking. Flags of income America. brackets you'd have to fall into and shit. Anyway. Hashtag American problems. 
It's just annoying. It's that thing I hate where you're just totally missing the point with your argument and just derailing the conversation from reality. Is there any good that comes from Reddit? Like, are there, are there like social movements that live in Reddit that like get progressed forward? No. Sean's shaking his head (laughs) and making that like angry, like, no, I hate Reddit so much. Then why? Why? Uh, no, there's like liberal, there's like good parts of Reddit, but but you, like what do you? I guess you can never really fully escape the hate because like you'll go to the front page and it can just be stuff you subscribe to, so you can pare it down, just like any social network yeah. per se. But sometimes you just want to see what's like totally top trending on all of Reddit. That's like the reason to use Reddit. You know, that's like the value. Oh. Um, if you're using it super specifically, you're kind of missing out. But like, if you do read the comments on anything that's popular worldwide, it's like, kill yourself. Um, wow. So I hate Reddit. Sean hates Reddit. (laughs) Oh, that'd be a fun segment in our new, uh, our potential season two of Sean hates or just Sean, Sean hates Reddit, and it could be a thing, a <laughs> shitty thing you found on Reddit. Or you could expand it, and it'd be like, Sean hates purple dandelions. Just Sean hates, period. Sean hates. I hate. Italics. <laughs> Italics, capitalized. I think I found our title. Sean um, hates. And then the, mine would be, oh my god, Ben loves. <laughs> yeah, we're those happy and sad drama signs. That's us. Aw. <laughs> That's why this works. Love it. I just love our dynamic. It's so dynamic. It's like, I'm, like, it's just so much. I don't like, want to hear anyone yang. that's ever said that to us because I, I do love our dynamic. Has anyone ever said that? I think so. Oh, I wish. Thank you, folks. Um, yeah, anyway. So, Reddit's terrible. Trump's terrible. Ivanka's terrible. Michael Flynn's terrible. Yeah. You know who's not terrible? Hmm. Oprah. I do love Oprah. She was in it. She's in a new movie for uh, HBO, Henry Lax, about this woman who scientists they like basically lied to her and said we want to take more of your cells because we want to do cancer tests, but they took them because they just kept reproducing and now her cells are still and she's been dead for like decades. Her cells are still be, her st- cells are still alive and they're still being used to help scientists like come up with like cures for things and blah 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 blah, and build tissue i i kind of zoned out a little bit (laughs) so so this dead woman's cells are just like infinitely growing they they like (laughs) like which like what do you what do you they took some cells from her that have special properties i think they just grow Mm. better i don't know they just grow differently than other cells and they're still like the uh, it's a it's like it's like a family tree, but they're still alive today. Like they've reproduced and reproduced and reproduced and reproduced. Oh. And they're still being used today. And so this movie. Was a movie about that? Well, it was based on a book about like, the book is like the science of it. And also what happened to her. A reporter met with her family and was asking questions because she died. Um, I think she met with Henrietta too. And, but then she died and, um, yeah, so Oprah is playing her daughter, 
who wants to learn more. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. The reporter interviewed her daughter. <laughs> Henrietta Lacks is the woman. <laughs> so, her daughter's name is, I can't remember. So Oprah plays her daughter in, like, modern times, and, and who was interviewed by this reporter about her mom and the effect on the family. <sighs> wow, Thank you, Oprah. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, Oprah. would you Thank vote for Oprah? Yeah. Did we talk about that? Did no. you see that? No. See what? She's not running, but like there was this interview a while ago, like weeks ago. Oh, that she was like, I could. I yeah, could do she like, I thought I couldn't because I have no experience and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, oh. Right. And she left it at that. If all it takes is a moderately popular television show and a. Message? Message? Boom. Resonates with the wrong people. <laughs> I would love for Oprah to be present. President Winfrey. No. Hello, America! No. Everybody gets healthcare! I can't. Everybody gets education. I can't. I can't. That would be totally cool. In oh my a, god, Obama would be back. Cool Obama she... would be back in that White House so fast. She got him elected. What? She got him elected. What are you talking about? She's friends with Obama. He'd be back. He'd be there d- dinner dinners, aka like working. <laughs> Obama would be back. Yeah, if oh, Oprah was I president. Trump. No, Obama. Yeah, would be back so fast if Oprah was in the White House. He'd never leave. Yeah. How cool would it be um, to hang out with Oprah all the time? No, I don't fucking want any more stupid fucking celebrities in the White House. That's not what we need. <laughs> Can we stop? Can we just like... I don't know. That's that's the Do question. politics again? Can it's we? It's a thing. Politics is a skill. It's not just like a popularity contest. It's governing. Ugh. It's not sexy. We want people who get off on the unsexiness of it. Anyway... If she ran in the primaries, I would hardcore campaign against her. But then if she won in the primaries, I would vote for her. I know. That's the stand on if Oprah. That's our stand. uh, Surviving President Trump endorsed this message. Yeah. Oprah, possibly for president, 2020. What a great year to run for president. 2020, unless there's anyone else. (laughs) Do you think any presidential candidates in 2020 will... um, tap into that being like a vision thing like 2020 vision for america oh my god i already already saw i already saw the worst fucking bumper sticker it was hindsight is 2020 and it was a picture of bernie yeah 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 i've heard rumbles that he's definitely probably gonna run again i just he'll get it i mean he'll get the nomination i just don't feel like He's the one. He's going to be alive for four more years. I just don't. <laughs> okay. Like if he gets, he would be signed into office like in four years, he'd be like 84. Like how old is he? Um, let me, I'll do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. How old is Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders is 75 years old. Yeah. He'll be 70 when he's sworn in. So he'd have to live till 87, working in the most stressful job on earth at 87 if he gets two terms. Oh my God. I just, I mean, I love him, but damn. And he's not perfect anyway. I don't actually love him. Ah! <laughs> Sean doesn't love Bernie. He's got some problems. He's always, he apparently endorsed some candidate that's, pro-life <laughs> okay just because they were like anti-wall street and it's like 
No, dude. That's a thing. Yeah, it's it's just. Yeah, I can't say that. This is the podcast of this, but I can't say that that's for sure true because I just saw it on Twitter. Ah! <laughs> but it was from people I trust, so I don't know. It just wasn't like an article from a publication that I trust. It was just like people just typing it yeah. and retweeting. Well, whatever happens, we'll still be here, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we as in the world or just like me and you? I mean, the cockroaches will still be alive. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, let's do hypotheticals are fun. What if um you know how we do those things? Yeah. Like what do you I don't know what like no I don't know what to do this time. Um so it's so Trump said the wall, they'll revisit the wall in the fall. Fall wall. It'll be a fall wall. It'll be fall themed. So my hypothetical is the wall gets pitched again. It fails again. So Trump. Exciting. So Trump. Oh, yeah. What's he going to do when he, it keeps failing? He is going to hire a private company to build the wall on his dime. He's just going to buy all the land he can on the border. Yes. And he's going to build chunks <laughs> of wall as like a proof of concept. And he's going to put his name in gold at the top of the wall. And he's going to create an amusement park called Trumpland. And then that will be the seeds of America's renaming. Ew. Oh, God. I could see it happening. I honestly, I don't even think it's that far-fetched anymore. Besides the fact that he's greedy and he would never pay for it himself. I'm going to donate my check. (laughs) I'm going to donate my check. I'm going to give $100,000 to the wall. (laughs) The world's tiniest little wall. Oh, my God. Okay, you do a hypothetical now. Okay. Next week. I'm t- <laughs> I don't know. If he keeps losing on this wall shit, I, I don't know what's going to happen with his supporters. Do you think they'll just drop it? No, I think, there's, I, I think that they, they, I think they'll drop it. If he drops it, if he says some kind of bullshit, like we just can't do it. They'll be like, okay. Oh, I don't think his supporters care about any of that. Yeah. I mean, they didn't vote for him because he said he was going to build a wall. Well, a lot of a lot of them did. I mean, it might have been one reason, like security, but they they I feel like they probably see the military might that he's <laughs> exploiting yeah. Uh, yeah. as that. So they could give two shits about a wall if he could just bomb the border. That's an that's an option. He'll just bomb the put landmines along just... the border. That's cheaper. I can't even do this because I just can't believe he's still fighting for it. Like, a literal wall across the whole thing. He still wants that. Yeah, it's a thing that he likes. I just don't... I don't don't get it. He's been in that office and he sees, like, government now. And he still still... thinks that he's going to do that. He's, like, stupid. He thinks like this is like this is what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to say a bunch of shit on the campaign trail and then like try to do it, right? It's like really stupid. I just don't. Yeah. That's the best word for it. <laughs> in your ideal world, and this can be any celebrity, this can be any hmm. person you know. In your okay. ideal universe, All ideal right. universe, you get to pick Maxine your... Waters. <laughs> 
I that, get might, to, that might be applicable. I get question. to pick what? Who you would like to be president in 2020. Yeah. Maxine <laughs> yeah. Waters. I knew you were going to say that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, Maxine Waters, if she could live forever. I think she's like in her 80s already. So she definitely, she's not even looking to run in. She's just in the House. She's not even in the Senate. So I don't think that would happen just because that doesn't happen. But mm. I do fucking love her. She'd be America's auntie. Auntie America. That's true. Auntie America. <laughs> the perfect name for her. That's the slogan. That's cute. Oh, her picture be on all the money. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should put her on money. Well, no, not before, like, Harriet Tubman. That's going to happen. Oh, my God. Yeah, when's that happening? I don't know. Not for a while. To, that was supposed to happen. It's not like they did it, but they announced this shit, like, 10 years in advance before they actually print the bills. They're going to go back and put some white supremacist on something. Yeah. So, oh, well. He's there was an article from, like, shortly after the election, because I Googled something about this for some reason. Um, people were nervous that Trump was going to put some white guy on it instead. Like, I mean, that makes sense. Like the actual treasury was like, Oh my God, what if they don't let us put Harriet Tubman on the money? She is black. I just don't. Her I last just, name is Tubman. It's just, which it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but also I couldn't believe how many publications wrote it when it's just like, Conjecture. I don't think it would. I just don't. I don't put anything past him at this point. It's more like, it's more insidious than like him coming out like, "Fuck this black money!" Like it's not, it's not like that. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. Mm. I'm white. You are white. <laughs> you are coming out as white. I'm very white. Um, that was fun. It was fun. That was so much fun. So you, you got you good? So huh. I don't want to be done yet. You don't be done yet? Um stuff and things. Things and stuff. There's nothing else that you can think of that we didn't talk about. I'm like the world. In um, the world. In the whole fucking fucking <laughs> world. Uh, no, I, this is so bad. I'm so, so sorry. Bad. Um, that was surviving president Trump. Go to surviving president Trump.com and, um, subscribe and shit. We're everywhere. Just love me. Thank you. Love me. Do in, do me in the butt. Bye. Okay. But <laughs> the March for science happened. That's a thing. <laughs> we stopped recording. And then, and then Brett was like, oh, yeah, the March for Science. It was, it was big. It was like a big deal. How many people? Do you know? No, but it was like figures. tens of thousands in some cities. So, I mean, it's probably up there with some of the largest days of protest in American history. So now we got two of those in the first hundred days. I cannot fucking believe we forgot that happened. Well, we, I mean, I was in a cabin in the woods celebrating Earth Day, appropriately. True. Um, and um, I just didn't go. So <laughs> it was early and I was in bed. I saw pictures of the local one and there was a big turnout. Yeah. And Arbor was huge. 
It was like thousands. Yeah, there was a big turnout. I, I early on there was like talk like this march isn't gonna work. Like no one's gonna march for science. Like that doesn't make any sense. Blah. But like they did. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I can't believe how many people showed up because. I, I don't know. I wasn't that excited. And they showed like <laughs> Chicago and they showed all the cities and it was like, it was like comparable, not like, I'm sure I, I'm assuming women's March was the, the, the women's like, March was, was humongous. Astonishingly large. This was just like, as I'm, like I wasn't as just really big. This is really big. So yeah, I think I like, I was looking at the, um, like, you know, drone or helicopter camera views of the cities and it was yeah. like a lot, it was like stretches of people and you're like, Oh my God, like that's a lot. That's, I remember seeing something similar to that. Uh, the Women's March. Yeah. So that was cool. Although I wish they would have picked a color for everyone to wear. Like they pink. couldn't decide. But, um... Like blue. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I guess I don't really know much about it besides that it was big. And it makes me feel good that there were two big marches in the first hundred days. Like, And it was not like back to back. It was like and the they beginning weren't like, and the end of the hundred days. And they weren't like shitty causes it was like women and science those are my two favorite things in life you can't just be against those things right and he is yeah he's just against them he pretty much is um this is already longer than i thought it was gonna be yeah that's fun okay bye for real bye